Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is part two of the Big Birthday Bash, episode 400 of the Distraction Pieces podcast. I've given you a long intro on the first one. If you haven't heard the first one, go back and listen to part one first, then it'll all make sense. But me, Stu and Chris have jumped back in the whiffing for the first time in two years to have a little drink and celebrate the 400th episode of the Distraction Pieces podcast, the 10-year anniversary of the Distraction Pieces album, including an exclusive two-disc white vinyl, special edition 10-year anniversary, big up, um, and the 40-year anniversary of me um, on this planet. So yeah, let's get into part two. As ever, you know, you know with these ones in the whiffing, drinks will be flowing, as will the jokes and the opinions and the views. So um, take everything with a pinch of salt, eh? All right, let's get into it. Part two of the Big Birthday Bash. Return to the whiffing. Right, here we are on part two, still in the whiffing. We've got the snacks out, so we'll try and eat away from the uh, 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 the mics, even though my lips are smacking as we go. But what should we, we, uh, we start with? Um, obviously, it's the 400th episode of Distraction Pieces. We don't actually have to talk about episodes of Distraction Pieces, but are just favourite episodes of your podcast. Like, Stu, you've started at least eight new podcasts in the pandemic, <laughs> haven't you, right? Well, you've started, yeah. it was acceptable in the 80s, mm-hmm. which is, is you and Cunt and the gang listing films you've not oh, seen. That's yeah. uh, <laughs> is that what happens in it? I've it obviously no, not listened. It's genuinely great. I've listened to every episode. Um, I, bet it's, it, I bet it's really good. Because you guys realised that you'd been mates for how long? Um, 40 years. For 40 years. Wowzers. So you now go... Did, did you think he was mates with you before you were mates with him? Just <laughs> like your he, relationship he with him. He thought it was 30. <laughs> <laughs> but you basically, you go back 40 years each month. So yeah. it'll be... March night before last, we recorded what had happened in August 1981, films, Amazing. TV, and yeah. How much time did you give over to to me being born? Was that the main main yep. section? Yep. <laughs> yep. There, there's like a, a a second part to that one. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, we haven't recorded that yet. But, but yeah, yeah. It's, it it became an ongoing a joke for me because I'll always get the film releases of that year, the or of that month, like what's in the in the charts, TV listings. And for about three in a row, they'd get the film listings and go, this came out. Have you seen that? No, I never saw that. This came out. you seen that? No, I never saw that. I was like, just drop the film bit. <laughs> if you're literally just going to list films and go, no, I never saw that. <laughs> and one time, Stuart accidentally got the film releases of that month in 1980, and they stuck with that because they said, oh, we haven't heard of any of the ones from 1981. <laughs> they went through, they hadn't seen any of them either. It's like you literally, you pick these ones and you have nothing to say. But you've done that one. There's been new series of... Two girls, one podcast. Those girls are fucking brilliant. One shot. Sorry, Um, they're great. They crack me up on Mum and Mama recently. I I I love them on your podcasts. Yeah, they're great. They're good. What other ones have you started? You've started a few more, haven't you? No MMA fan podcast. MMA fan pod. Yep. Oh yeah, (laughs) that's a big one that you've had literally every MMA fighter on already. Amazing. Yeah, it's just been as as when we done the when I come on your podcast, the same one that Chris come on. Uh, a little while ago, speaking about lockdown and, and mm-hmm. you know, what you do to kind of 
keep yourself together. And, and, and that was it, you know, not being able to open the club. Then that's what I've done. I come down here and, and started podcasting and, yeah. and had the time to kind of start some things that I thought might be fun. Yeah. And they've, they've been fun. And uh, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. I think I'm I'm, I'm done with a new podcast now. But yeah. uh, but yeah, <laughs> sounds now. like that sounds like recovering, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll relapse. I'm done with them for now. Just, just but have there been any favourites or anything that come to mind? Chris and I recorded one on Saturday that I laughed a lot at. They're the ones I like when because we've been doing it for so long together now. With even not that much prep, we can make something really fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, we can. We can polish a turn. Bear in mind, I listen every week. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) This one. Can you? Epic. Genuinely, I've never told you this, but you know, there was a period where we were doing three or four podcasts a year. Yeah. I eased off because you guys had just stopped making any prep and any effort. So it was just so bad. And you know, the one that we didn't release with, with Justin, you've said a few times. Part of that was him getting drunk. Part of it was just it wasn't very good. Yeah. And that was yeah. the thing where it got to the point where I was prepping all of them and you guys turned up going, here we are. Do you know what? Here we are, guys. <laughs> Not planned anything. No, you should have said. So but he's, no, no. It's but, very but, true. No, it's very accurate, But though. part of it was, I thought, if we do an end of year one, mm. if we go back to end of year mm. ones, we've got a whole year to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I've got a big reveal now. And this might be the biggest impact that COVID has had on the nation. Mm-hmm. Last Friday, we were going to do a podcast. Yeah. We were going to start at 6pm. Yeah. I had it arranged to walk through that gate at the end of your garden at 8pm, Justin Price. No. And he was going to be the surprise guest for at least episode three or maybe wow. half of episode two. It was all lined up. I'd cleared it with him. He'd done a little COVID test and everything to to be oh, clear to come. No. We moved it to Thursday and he's on holiday, isn't he? Yeah. As you'll know, he's he's abroad. So he was hot because you know he's been hassling me to come back on for so long. And I was like, look, here's the plan. Don't steal ch- uh, until during Chris because this is, is a surprise birthday podcast. I hadn't announced it. I thought I'll get a surprise guest, have Justin on. I was going to set up another mic and say, oh, buddy likes me to do a mic for like the room sound now as well. I just say it's it's ready to go. Oh, that that'd have been amazing. And then yeah, because we moved it, he was it's so gay. I said Chris it? is pinged. He was like, well, <laughs> and originally he was going to be flying back today, mm. and he said I can come straight from the airport. I was like, I don't want you coming straight from the airport, mate. <laughs> and he was like, I have to do a test before I fly. I was like, yeah, that's before you fly. You're then going to get on a plane and go through two airports. Quid on tests at the moment. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm sorry, mate. You can't. Because so he stayed out there longer now. Yeah. He was going to be coming home today. <laughs> they just oh, said let's stay him. longer. But He's that was the original so plan. So shout out to to Justin Price, the, he, the he's, legend. He's big a, a really amazing human being. I love him. I honestly, I love think him he's, dearly. He got yeah. too drunk on that night. He got overexcited, and that's why oh, we, that's part of why we couldn't, couldn't he's, release he's, it. He's a cunt. But genuinely, imagine right. the pep talks I've been giving him in WhatsApp, saying, "Look, just relax." Obviously, as we've discussed, we're going to be drinking more responsibly these days anyway. Yeah. Um, don't do any pre-drinks. I don't want you to do pre-drinks. Turn up. The reason he was coming late was because I thought, well, if we're a couple of podcasts ahead of him, yeah. exactly. <laughs> he can't get too he'll peak. He'll peak when we peak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't to be. So uh, I guess he'll have to come on officially at some point r- rather than as a surprise. Yes. But I hadn't decided if I'd tell you about this or not. But oh, when, he, brilliant. when that came up as a, as a thing there, that's... Got to be done. That that's pretty cool. I've got some cool things to talk about as well on the format. What have you got? What is in my bag? Oh, do you want to? Shall we play? What is in my bag game yeah. now? Yeah. All right. What's in my bag? <laughs> okay. 
Um, snacks? <laughs> nope. Have you bought the contents of Molly's mum's little shelf? <laughs> no, I haven't. No, I haven't. I mean, sh- I should there be questions or clues or something? It's quite vague. All right, Chris. all right. One, Do you one want to of us a clue. One of the. How things, many items are there? There's two intentionally. One I accidentally brought, and 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 I think I showed you is some condoms. I don't know why they're in my bag, Molly. I've got no idea why there's condoms in my bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I'm staying over streets tonight. I don't want to get a cab home. <laughs> For listeners of hardcore listening, they know I wear condoms so parts of me don't fall off inside my girlfriend. Um, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Pubes. Well, there's a birthday present. For, well, there's a pre-birthday present People for should know that traditionally Chris has previously, on my 21st, in fact, yep. wasn't it? Oh, he, got me, he got me some pubes. I no, got you, but that's so rude. That's so offensive because I got you a lot. I got you 21 birthday presents. No, that's in what I'm your, thinking. I don't think your, your pubes box. were my 21st. I think they were my 30th. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the, yeah, and the yeah 21... I remember the pubes as well. <laughs> were you there? <laughs> so, yeah, the pubes were my 30th and the 20, the 21 g- g- gifts in a box included an ice cube, a, a, a Richard Meltwood, included a pair of his mum's n- knickers, right. which mm. were wet supposedly from the ice cube, um, <laughs> and numerous other things. Oh, it reminds me, my mum said, my mum, bless her today, she said, um, well, wish, 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 um, can I use your normal, wish yeah, your ahead. name, wish Dave a happy birthday for me. <laughs> and then she said, only kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> There's so much to read into that. It's like, do you think me and Dave are seeing each other, or are you trying to specify that you oh you don't want to plant a smack on him? Because we know oh, she said that you're she... handsome previously. My mum said happy birthday. <laughs> 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 Enough with me. Just... Oh, full Gene. <laughs> full French kiss, and then go. She said, "You know what that was about." James had a drink. <laughs> no time to explain. <laughs> that is a callback. That is a callback. My mum says happy birthday. So, so birthday presents. Okay, all right. Well, right. Mine will be pubes. Okay. And pubes can come from many different regions, by the way. Just as a little, mm-hmm. little. I mean, if you're good at, like, um, deduction, you might figure that out. There's another, there's something else in there that is really mysterious. So, something pubes. More pubes. <laughs> <laughs> pubes from a different region. You've had a beard trim, haven't you? Yeah, no, it's not it's not that. It's really legit. Hey, look, look, we'll get into that when we when we when when Pip does the big reveal that you've you've spoiled by well, immediately do, guessing. Well, pubes. Shall we do the big reveal in part three? <clears throat> Was the big reveal not Big Papa Jay? Let's no, two, the big let's... reveal of what's in his bag. The big reveal for, for me was Big Papa Jay, but he's not right. here. He's not in. The, I'm guessing no, he's no. not in the bag. No, <laughs> I've, no. I've, I've seen photos of him on the beach. That'd be a hell of a reveal. Parts of, parts of him are. <coughs> Is right. <it> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, if there's something else. So do you want to just guess a little bit more about what else is in that bag? Other than condoms and pubes. Is it, is it some kind of toy? Probably not. Oh, stop mm. being so vague. Is can it can sex- you eat it? No. That's what I was going to ask. I recently um, got an orange Toblerone and it made me think of the fact that you guys thought you'd invented the Toblerone that has the... the, the I don't think we've... Done. Oh, the Terry's chocolate orange in. With the Terry's chocolate orange, okay, yeah, no, we probably thought we did. You made a big deal out of that about two years after it was a big meme <laughs> on social media. <laughs> You're like, I've come up with this thing. <laughs> um, um, so it's not edible. All right. I found it in my mum's house. I want this to be family-friendly 
don't disrespect my mama. Okay. It's not her butt plug. No. Stew's glasses. <laughs> His watch <laughs> by a bedside table. Stew's wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> A picture of my dad face down. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. Oh. <laughs> I'm just being a bad mummy. This has been so, good. This is so highly far. disrespectful. Let's just pop Mr. Glasson down here. <laughs> Don't look. Don't look. Don't look at me, Bill. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so mum's ass. It's not, from, it's not from the bedroom. There we go. Okay. Any more? Um, is it a photograph of you? No. Mm. No, it's a good one, though. Good one. Sounds very... That would be sort of my MO to give you that. It's not a present. It's something that I just want to show because it's incredible. Mm, okay. um, do you want to guess another place? Is place one, in the house. Is it just one of your Warhammer toys? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Really no. Like, you've got to see this space marine <laughs> on a bike. You've got to see this new dreadnought. This is amazing. Uh, no, no. Nothing to do with uh, plastic mm. or ho- diary? hobbies. No, no, not mum's diary. That's, it's, yeah, no. Not your mum, is it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, uh, no. Is it some kind of craft? Probably not. Probably not. Probably Guess a location, not. firstly. Guess a location. Living room. No. Kitchen. No. Mm. Keep going. Toilet. No. Office kind of computer no. room. No. Maybe think Garden. Out. It's from the garden. Is it a gnome? No. No, he was it's... asking me about you. <laughs> <laughs> if you see me right now, I look like a gnome. You put a little party hat on. You look like a gnome. Oh. No, he's not, no. Anyway, b- back to what's in the bag. <laughs> Where did you first meet him? Was it someone's garden? He's fishing. <laughs> did he, was he holding a fishing rod? <laughs> he's it a gnome. <laughs> Rather than he. Um, um, right. Is it solar powered? No. Okay. Weird. Well, I don't know because a lot of garden, no, like, no. a lot of garden light things. Don't, like don't, ex- don't explain that any further. Well, I hope this is an anticlimax. This is not an anticlimax. It was buried. <laughs> is it a bone? <laughs> fucking turned up there. There. Is it bone? It's not a bone. I mean, treasure of some sort. Buried treasure. It's buried treasure. I had to report it. I had to report it. If you put a grenade to my ass, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I had to report it to the authorities. Well, it's a weapon of some sort, surely. Well, let's leave it there and then we'll reveal it in episode three. Yeah. There we go. Speaking of buried treasure and stuff, kind of related, I was saying to Chris on the way, and I've told you over text, I've been doing a bit of, of night swimming down Chalkwall. You, you, you and me, I went to Chalkwall for an early morning swim, mm. at, um, like 6.30 or something. Mm-hmm. And l- absolutely loved it. We mm. were surprised that there was more people there than we were yeah. expecting. Since then, my mum has joined a group of older ladies who go sw- swimming early tides and late tides called Blue Tits. Great name. The Blue great Tits, name. which is great mm. comedy. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think it was them. And so my mum's been going down, but I didn't 
they went there on, on my night ones. But I'm, I messaged you to say, look, there's no early morning swims at the moment, but there's like a 9.30pm and an 11pm mm. high tide. And the last uh, two nights I've gone down there, bloody lovely. Yeah. Like, warmer than I like. I like it kind of cold. Oh, you fuck. Of course you like, of course. Well, of you know, course. that's kind of... Of course like... you have to say it like that. <laughs> I was saying to someone, like, I'm looking forward to going to Margate. And, you know, it might be nice. Like, sometimes people, you come down... And we'll go for a dip, but Pip, you're just going to be flexing that like it's not cold enough. For I like you. a six a.m. swim in oh. Margate in particular because they've got a couple of seawater lidos. Yeah, so it's not Shout your kind of gradual yeah. walk in. It's just you mm. you go down the ladder. Yeah, you're in. It's beautiful. Mm. But um, yeah, it was really nice. The first night I went, there was quite a few people about because, as you might know, knowing that that, oh, that that area, there's been a lot of trouble around there during the pandemic. Like a lot of youngsters. Yeah. Like police have been yeah. upped because a lot of youngsters cause a reaping havoc. What, what, sort, of ha- what sort of havoc? Just Ge- genuine kids getting stabbed and oh, fighting, really? fighting the police, all sorts of shit. So I parked up and I heard a bit of noise from youngsters. I thought this is going to be, I'm not going to end up swimming. But I walked and I could see that they were down one way and I walked kind of along the side of Chalkwell Station and there's a little bit of beach there. And there was people about because it's a nice n- a night, mm. I guess, just sitting on the beach, but no one was sw- swimming. So I'm like a bit nervous because I'm on my own. Because as I said previously, we've gone or whatever. Yeah. With, you, you with mates, it's a different thing. So I thought, dip my toes in. And it was <clears throat> genuinely warm. It was yeah. like a lukewarm bath because it's had the whole day of heating mm. up, obviously. I take my shirt off and go and have a swim. And it was f- f- fucking beautiful with the moon wow. there just, just yeah. lining all up. The one thing that caught me off guard was I kept getting nervous. I, I don't know it's partly because I'm on my own, but... I've never really swum where you can't see the water at all. Yeah. Because the water's just pitch black. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it looks like black li- li- liquid at that time. And there's not going to be any dangerous animals, but I kept, mm. I'd, I'd swim out of it. And then in my head, I'd just think of some kind of animal. And I'd be like, I'm going to swim back now. <laughs> just some just kind of animal. You're going to think of one animal. It's a shark. <clears throat> Could be an eel. I've been learning a lot about eels recently. What are you scared about eels for, mate? I've been learning a lot about eels recently. They're they're fucking mystical. Oh, God. Genuinely, they're they're like... (laughs) This is so... Pathetic. Bro science now, but Mm. this is true. No no one has ever seen an eel or eels mating. (laughs) Because we've got decency, mate. Leave them (laughs) stupid. Scientifically, no one's ever seen the mating. There was... I think it was... I can't remember who it was. It was someone like... (laughs) I I dug out my dad over this because it was someone like... Why are you looking at this? Yeah, that is weird. I've learned it off my brother, obviously. Um, And now there's no surprises. psycho. that makes sense. But but it wasn't Socrates, (laughs) but it's someone like that. And he'd been studying eels and there was a particular river that was dry... The water arrived and the eels just appeared and he was convinced that they were made out of mud. Why are we taking well, that no, it, no, no, it, it wasn't even a river. It was a like a some kind of pond type thing and they appeared and he thought mud turns into eels. Obviously he's wrong, but the thing that, uh, that made me laugh and he won't mind me saying, my dad was going, how did they get there then? Maybe, and I said, I just went, oh, uh, uh, hold up. Socrates couldn't figure it out. I don't think you're going <laughs> to. I said, I said, let's leave it. Let's leave it. And rightfully me as well. But there's what, loads of genuinely fascinating stuff Can I just say what, what, what fascinates me about that is that I was saying I've been reading about thinking. Like Our modern day thinking is based on the Gang of Three, which is Socrates, Aristotle and Plato. Mm. 
what we do in this day and age and what I got put off with and why I, I kind of moved away from social media during the George Floyd thing and, and black Li- and black lives matter, which by the way, I'm not trying to invalidate it. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was how I could help that situation more than anything. And I started reading about it and the fact that we turn turn everything into an argument. The reason why we turn things into argument is because of current day thinking and our behaviors. And it all comes from the gang of three, Socrates, Plato and Aristotle. And that's what they did. Like they, it was always about, putting things in boxes, logic, seeking the truth and argument and critical analysis. Yeah. So that's it. Like how can we, although we do but that, he still fought. And it, yeah. But he that's fought a fucking, an eel was made out of mud. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. but th- this is the same guy that our foundations are thinking in the Western yeah. world are based on. I, I think I, that's crazy. I, I think the, it's mad that we've not moved on that far. I love that Emmy Award nominated Brett Goldstein is going to be, his mind is going to be blowing now because I remember the first time we had him on the drunk cast and Chris got intelligent and serious and he was like, hang on, isn't Chris just the one that gets really dr- drinks too much and gets <laughs> rowdy? Like and again, I love it that he, it, it, it blows his mind. I mean, let's but yeah. get that round then quickly. Yeah. Emmy um. Award nominated. That's. That's just craziness. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, like he's a, he's um. I've talked to him about he's a talented young man. So and, and a lovely he's, man. He's one of the a huge part of the writing of that show as well mm. of Ted Lasso. And I spoke to him about it on his podcast. I went b- b- back on, and I don't know if he he edited it out because he's quite uncomfortable about mm. praise. But it really deserves extra praise to have a hit on Apple TV. And that isn't a dig at Apple no, TV at all. But exactly everything I've ever done, like I. I I've only had a couple of films I've been in, but I've been in the cinema. Every question as I post about it is, is it on Netflix? Is it going to be on Netflix? The yeah. BBC thing I did, yeah. is it going to be on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are so reluctant to go out of their comfort yeah, zone. Yeah. And Apple TV isn't or hasn't at least then yeah. been the norm yet. And that has been one of the biggest shows of the year. Four of them, I think, at least three are up for Emmys in the same yeah. same category. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, and really. Brett has been writing on that and acting on it and, yeah. Fucking and hell, God bless him. What an actor. Because, yeah. you know, I always thought that, his acting was shit. I just imagined that he was doing that intentionally. When I yeah. say that, it's like, when I saw him in that and I saw him in, um, what's the, uh, the show with Nick Helm he was in? Um, was he in Uncle? Uncle. And uh, both plays a kind of hard man. I yeah. mean, that's good acting for Brett, isn't it? it? Is, yeah. yeah. And that's the man. That- <laughs> He's a real wimp. That you've seen on a trampoline in your garden. Yes. <laughs> with your daughters. <laughs> How's this a convincing hard man? <laughs> he's amazing, and I think he's just going to go on and on. To he made Super Bob, mate. Listen, if if anyone, exactly. I mean, they, this is on your podcast, so I'm sure your listeners have have watched Super Bob. But Super Bob is an fucking in, amazing movie, and what makes a good, in my opinion, good screenwriter and somebody who can write a good movie is someone who knows what their limitations are and and, and they're creative from it. And Super Bob is about a superhero, but it doesn't have a fucking Marvel budget yeah. does it and he's written it in a way that it doesn't need it no. and it, it catches you in all the ways you need to yeah. yeah it's incredible the beauty of yeah. that that you're avoiding mm-hmm. all of that it's his day off and he's trying mm-hmm. not to work yeah oh, good on he's good amazing on, good on i mean that's the brett yeah. goldstein i yeah. love him but wh- when are all three of us are going to go night swimming because i went back again last night it wasn't as good because it was really seaweedy tonight 
and just speaking of my paranoia of mm. sw- swimming in the dark, add tons of seaweed, mm. and you're like, oh, I don't know. That's what why I got an issue with uh, the ocean. It was before, it was pre Jaws. I didn't realise this. I had an issue with the ocean um, before. It's really... an estuary, so I wouldn't um, necessarily sort of big it up too much. It's south end. Yeah, okay. but you've got to keep out, <clears throat> keep an eye out for them crafty eels. <laughs> the ones made from mud, according to Socrates. Eels um, is such a funny word. Mm, yeah, such a weird eel. It's a sexy word. Eel. They feel nice. Internally, and um, <laughs> where was I going? What was I talking about? I don't know, swimming. but I am. Well, I, rock I mean, in, I can't in regards to swimming, my birthday present to Chris, which we've not been able to do yet, is to convenient. Um, happy yeah. birthday! Uh, I've got an unachieved happy birthday. Once Bezos has uh, made a, a spaceship that doesn't look like a dick, I'm going to take you into space. Can you believe you did that? Sorry, Stu. Such a cool dickhead. Yeah. I mean, fuck yeah. that guy massively. Yeah. But yeah, I, I said that. Um, my my present to Chris would be an Airbnb mm. in Wales or the lakes where we can go and have a weekend of swimming and podcasting. So yeah, mate. let's do that. Yeah, would you like I'm that? Well up for that, hundred percent. Because that's what we'd like to do. All over yeah. that. We'd, we'd we'd really like to do that with you, mate. And, All over um, that. 100%. Whatever whatever happens on tour, stays on tour, right? <laughs> yeah, take some meals. Hundred percent. Won't need to. We just we'll just craft some out of mud. Eels, pills, and belly aches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. It's probably like uh, an album, a music album. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, oh, I'd well, love to do that. Early mornings. And because you've got into more kind of spiritual type yeah. stuff. Hmm. And again, like, let's let's talk about that a little bit. We talked about it on the um, on the mental health specials, on, mm. on the Where's mm. My Head At. And Chris, mate, you're one of the people I had the most feedback about, mm. about how much people enjoyed no. that conversation. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> All right, Nate. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was lovely. But let's talk about that a bit. You have <clears throat> kind of we spoke how you've found a lot of things that you maybe wouldn't have found if you weren't in a pandemic and in isolation. And do you know what I mean? Mm. You found a lot of spiritualism. You found like was, change your diet. Do you know what? Your... Weirdly, weirdly, mate, it's more I was forced to. Yeah. So, so I don't know if you remember, I was going through a bit of a, a a rough time. I don't know about five or six years ago, and I kept talking about an idea which I still think is valid about um, like imprisoning me, right? Like to to lock me up and force me to do something that I want to do because I've got such a butterfly mind. I'm easily distracted, but I have proven that if you if I have reduced ability to be distracted, I do good things, and mm-hmm. I guess we all can. Um, it's, it's one of the reasons I've never moved into London. It's genuine. I've yeah, people yeah. talk about that all the time. It's a and massive error for me. I think I'd get distracted too much. I think out in Essex, there's fuck all to it, distract me. It was, and that can be a, a positive and a negative. It, it was but... a huge error for me to move into London when I, when I decided to. Um, yeah. It was a lot of fun, but um, I do think it, it, it might have been the wrong move for me. I wrote a thing called The Me Key. Um, I f- weirdly found it not that long ago because um, I've read two things to Molly recently. One was a thing called Emonomics, which I wrote after I graduated. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I've which, that. Was a stu- which was a study outside of how, do- how could we live outside of economics and what economics means and stuff like that. And I read that to Molly, who M- Molly is my biggest critic and I-, I love her for it as well. And she was like, that's really mad that you wrote that at 21. And it was the same thing. I wrote this thing called The Me Key, and it was about combining, and we still see it at the moment, is that... Was, sorry, was it that a positive or a negative? Was it like childlike, or was it quite <laughs> yeah, well written? Yeah, ridiculous, awfully, right. awfully spelt. And um, The Me Key is still a, a thing that I don't think they're, they're quite on it yet, which is the idea that you see a lot of people do nutrition, or they do working out, or they do 
yoga or maybe what we call spiritualism. There's lots of different ways of taking that. But to be honest with you, I think really the idea is you what's what makes you what makes people most balanced is how they all interact and how they all boost each other. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it ten years ago, and I had some success with it ten years ago. But me being kind of my own worst enemy and quite um, self-destructive and I have terrible willpower. It's well documented on this podcast. It's difficult for me to not, I can, and I think we, a lot of us can relate to this. You can sometimes see the truth of what would be better for you and fully understand it, but you still don't have the ability to stretch out to reach that next goal. And I think COVID and lockdown in many ways enabled me to cut out a lot of the things that distract me and human beings are. I love, I love humans. I think that's a thing though. I'm easily influenced. I easily get carried away. We see it on this podcast all the time. Um, but having lockdown allowed me to more install the things that I believed as opposed to, and then instead of them being just beliefs or thoughts, they could become tangible behaviors. And, and do you think you'll be able to maintain that? Cause it, again, no. like it, you, you guys have talked a few times on the podcast yeah. about me being very motivated and mm. I don't think I particularly am. I th- I'm a big believer. It's a big thing in fit- fitness things and this mm. and things like this, but routine over motivation. Yeah, if you're waiting to be motivated, yeah. it might not happen. Yeah, and yeah, I have loads totally of mornings right. I just go, I'm not, not not motivated. But if you get in the routine of yeah, yeah. here's what I do on this day, here's what I do on that day. And you're a big one for for that stew like work wise you'll get in routines of really working here's when i get stuff done not in a moment no no the last two months uh has been really really weird like don't want to get out of bed and like yeah and then when i do it's real effort to focus my mind and mm. not get sidetracked by just you know scroll doing the fun bits of the job getting distracted mm. with social media mm. and then thinking well i must do some exercise go for a run when i get back i'll have a shower then i'll get stuck into that and and I'm finding it, yeah, last few months, like, quite tough to get the urge to, and I don't want to sound like Del Boy, but the urge to, like, hustle and go and, like, make something happen, it's just not there. I'm, I, I'm glad you're honest with that, though, guys, because you're both an inspiration to me, like, honestly. And um, to know that you have that, because I have been inspired during COVID, but I'm the same, Stu. Like, the last, um, like, four weeks at home, I'm just playing Call of Duty in my spare time. I'm, like, I'm doing things that... Quite enjoyable, but also Mate, well, I know I've got shit to do. That's and... one of the things I like. You mentioned the, the Rutger Bregman podcast mm, episode, mm. and that was a game changer for me because mm. I was going to ask you then, do you think that's a bad thing or a much needed break? Because I've had that mm. in this period as well, where mm. the first chunk, as we mm. were talking about, I was working on so many scripts. I got mm. like three shorts finished in this first period of lockdown and this and that. And then I had a period of no creativity, a lot of Canada was no creativity. I've come back. I've had a bit of a breather. I've enjoyed time with a new dog and all these other Mm. things. And then this last week or two, all over it. I'm back on again. And it's because you need those... Those breaks. We, Molly we said that to me. We shouldn't do it constantly. Yeah. Like, Molly, Molly the thing that, that gets me. me, like, people, Mark Wahlberg infamously posted that, here's my workout regime. That's a great workout regime to get in shape for a film. If you do that every day of your life, you will yeah, shorten your life, yeah. not not extend it, not be healthier. And I think that's what's missing in a lot of things. The Rock will post his, 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 his routine or whatever, and people will think that that's 365 days of the year. And it, that wouldn't be... It, if it is, the, 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 they're not in a good place. That's yeah. a bad thing. So I think, although it's the way in which you 
you said the lack of motivation. It seemed that you were down about it. That's sad to see, but it's positive to hear because you need to have some of that. The you need to have those breaks. Regarding that, is that I think at the beginning of lockdown, you know, you had the knee jerk. Let's start a million podcasts and you know and do whatever you can. You yeah. said that as if that's everyone's knee jerk reaction. <laughs> it was only you. But you know, I do <laughs> like to be busy because I like to yeah. be distracted, and and it felt like. I don't know. It just felt like it's gone on a bit too long. That I think right now, I know I need to do this. I know I need to do that. But like, I just can't be bothered at the moment. And it's like, I think it's perfectly okay. And like, I and think it, that's and it's quite e- ego though. Ego wants things to remain the same because you didn't die today. Like that's the weird thing about ego is like if you didn't die, like like our relationship with our ego is so different now because we don't. Our, our, our most of our decisions don't result in immediate death. Mm. And in the past, they did. So, because we don't, our decisions haven't resulted in immediate death. There's no real stimulus subconsciously for you to do anything. And I think maybe that's it. Like, you, once you get comfortable and you're doing the same routine, your ego's kind of like, cool, keep doing this, man, because you're alive. But you, you don't even realize that that's what's happening. You see it as a funk, like a, a, a no, period of procrastination. I get that. But I can also look at the future and see that. It's, it's dark for you. Yeah. In in six months. Oh, sorry, you know, yeah. In yeah. four months, like, anything could, like, spin on its head. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm in a much different situation. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, it's strange. It really is. Like, but, you know, I, I, I just, yeah, I'm sure it'll pass. Like, it's just, uh, I'm still sort of doing the things I do have to do. But, yeah, just not got that. Try and enjoy it. Yeah. Like, genuinely, I think that's the worst thing. The mm. times I've had those periods, my big regret is that I beat myself up over them rather yeah. than going, as you were saying, let's just play Call of Duty and fuck mm. about or do or do whatever. Go in your little a room and have a mix, like play some tunes, do stuff that you enjoy, and that's important. But it, it, it leads me on a bit, all the things we've touched on here, and one of the things I wanted to spring on you guys. Oh. And I wanted to talk about men's body image. Yep. Um, That's because a good subject. you guys did a top five things that you dislike about yourself mm. on your hardcore listing podcast, yeah. and several of them were about your bodies. And it's a funny aesthetic. one because yeah. aesthetic. And it was weird because a few days before, I'd, I don't know when you recorded it, but I was 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 talking to my partner and saying, "I think I've killed the vibe in our in our MMA uh, group chat with Blake and Brian." Cause, cause you, Hold on. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> We've got a little group chat. But anyway, no, you two I'd, were at Cage Warriors. You, and you post a picture and I just said, man, uh, are you and Blake looking in really good shape? You oh, both looked really good. Well. But everyone went quiet and I was like, oh, I don't know if that was the vibe of the group. I was saying, I was saying to no. my partner, I was like, I don't know if that killed it because the group is a bit, let's laugh about MMA. I was like, oh, you lads look like you, you looked... I really trim and had a nice shirt on, and Blake looked bulkier that than sound, I knew. That sounded like a low key advance, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah, no, I, 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 and I don't think he—I don't think he's about that with you. So, do you fancy Blake? Of course. If you once you see that, come good. on, man! I've seen him do the robot. I'd have sucked him off for that. But equally, oh, I was I think, well, well pleased with that comment. <laughs> it was really nice. That's good to hear. But equally, I know that Chris is in the best shape he's been in in years. I think you've Some you've been so. doing exercise. Hmm. You've been eating right. You've been. In an actual routine of exercise. D- dinkle you, aside. You, you've been fake vegan. Yeah, dinkle aside. So then, it, I don't know, it struck something with me because I know that I've got a lot of negative self-body image. Like mm. I'm in as good shape as I've ever been, yet I regularly, if, if anyone takes a picture of me when I'm not expecting it, I, f- 
fucking hate the picture. I yeah. despise it. I hate this little part of my body or this chunk yeah, or whatever yeah. else. If it's it's why I always repost the same photo shoots because a photo shoot will take a hundred yeah. photos yeah, and there'll can, be three that I'm it. comfortable with and I will post them on loop from yeah. each photo shoot. And I just thought it was an interesting one because I don't think it's talked about too much. And I thought you guys touched upon it on that episode, but also the vibe of your podcast is to have a bit of a dig at each other yeah. and joke about. But I thought it was an interesting one because I think both of you objectively are in good shape at the moment, you know, for for yourselves. Like you've probably had times in your life where you're in <laughs> Can you take shape. your hand off my thigh. <laughs> no, I can't. But I said they were things that that came up and I think, yeah, it's an interesting one. So yeah, how do you kind of how do you feel or think about that as as yourself or when thinking about your your own body image? How I'm, comfortable are you? I'm probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Really? Mm. You, sh- you should be, mate. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you look a fucking mess. As soon as we met today, I was like, look at this tan. Look at this tan sack I, of shit. I had a proper laugh because when, we went, when we went <laughs> I don't mean swimming in the sea early morning, yeah. I was like, I knew Stu was keen to do it. Yeah. And then a few days... <laughs> Or that morning, I think, I listened to Hardcore Listing and you were talking about how that weekend his daughters had shaved his back for him. And I was like, he's just wanting to get the most out of this out of this fresh shave. He's like, he wants to go and get naked around people. He's like, I've had a fresh shave. Oh, dear. Sorry, Shay, yeah, why do you think you're sorry. in that um, place? Yeah, I just feel out of shape. I feel old. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get too somber. that's part of it. Do you think that... Because I have that every now and then. I'll be... I'll have a month or so of smashing workouts and rather than looking at the benefit it's done, mm. I'll think, well, imagine missed. if I'd done this 10 yeah, years ago. I know. Yeah, imagine yeah, if yeah, I've been, yeah. because yeah, you'll know in particular, I Chris, I was the least athletic and sporty person. I didn't do any sports, didn't know any. Yeah, mate, college, you, you were known as a weed. I was weed. a music kid. Weed. I was a, weed. <laughs> I was a music weed. kid and a grandeur and whatever else. It wasn't the sports yeah, thing. So yeah. I had to stop people beating you up on the regular. All right. Rather than appreciating the positive effects or whatever, yeah. I'll be looking going, yeah. And again, I'm, I, 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 because I knew I was going to uh, uh, bring this up after my exercise this morning, I was like, I'm actually in good shape. But mm. it's, it, it kills, it's weird that I will self-criticise. I think for me, part of it is the change of industry. And I think mm. being in the acting industry, yeah. there's such a different comparison to what you should look like. And I, was, I joke to numerous people that... I like to keep an eight-week boot camp away from being in camera-ready shape. Mm. Like I like to keep in enough shape to be yeah. ready to get... Like I don't yeah. go crazy, but I, I like it. to keep near enough to go, right, if I sense. needed to it's for like a role, eight-week, then let's go for it. Um, and I do think there's uh, uh, some logic in it. The school of acting I kind of have lent towards is that it's about everything you should have your body in a position to take on any role. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't be yeah. necessarily, I can barely walk at the moment, and then I get this role and I need to do this and that. I feel that's an important part, so I think I do it for work as well. But I do think I've become far more critical. And that could just be, I'm getting older, and it's not, I don't yeah. look as good naturally. But it, I don't know if it's a it's a public image thing. But uh, what about you, are you Chris? Because we joked earlier off mic, Mm. about you taking it more easy and not mm. needing to be the drunk guy. Mm. I feel that early days of the drunk cast, mm. you started to feel a pressure 
to be Craig and there's, drunk Chris there's, and be, I'm going to go yeah, crazy and absolutely. be the one that there's, there's acts so, a, I think that's, that's, that's as much mental health as it is your, your external. Like If we think about when we started the drunk cast was literally the precipice of a mental breakdown for me. Like right. if, Honestly, if we, we, we're really honest. Like Around that era was when... Um, we both met Stu. We met Stu. <laughs> I had a about it. We'd known for ten minutes. I had um, we had about five successful club nights. And I had uh, a girlfriend I was in love with. I didn't realise that I was getting emotionally abused on the regular. I think you both probably realised I was, and yeah, it helped me I, through I that. Feeling but that at the time, thinking, but I, don't know I was also quite would, scared you, of it. You don't, yeah, <laughs> you don't, you don't really realise it when the, you're in that the hurricane of that. And then also, my parents got diagnosed with like both with cognitive um, impairments and. Things took a massive weird downturn, and so the obvious the stories of of Craig and I'm a transparent person. I can't I can't help being that, and I think there's advantages to that. I think people warms you quite quickly, but I think you, <laughs> I think also people will character that people warm to you quicker, but they characterise you quicker. And when people start characterising you, you can start living up to um, a stereotype of a certain part of you. And I certainly think I do that, which is the perfect example of that dichotomy of me being intelligent and also an, um, an idiot savant. Yeah. Right, like like that Brett or Ramesh would go, oh, isn't Heavy he the guy the who talks about walking around Duke's nightclub with an erection? Yeah. To yes, also yes, maybe it. remotely saying something that by and large was intelligent, maybe not. Yeah, so that that all came about at that point. So yeah, I lent I lent into into all my mad stories because I'm willing to share them. Like if honestly, I know mad shit about everyone and and everyone's behaviours. And yeah, I may I might have pushed it sometimes, and maybe I exaggerate as well what it was. I exaggerate that character, and that's what I did around the drunk cast. And then having those insecurities. And moving into our own podcast, I definitely did that. It's really what what I found really nice about lockdown is meeting all our patrons and and realizing that our patrons aren't all nutcases who they've are all, like crazy. They've crave. all dropped the orders, haven't they? <laughs> all all dropped them. I feel again before we go too far yeah. for new listeners, I should, should clarify that your dad was diagnosed with early onset mm. dementia, mm. and your mum was diagnosed with late onset sexiness. Mm. Oh, mate, was that yeah. the yeah 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 it, that was hard for all of us <laughs> it was it was yeah hard really was. yeah <laughs> it was difficult to come to terms with that um yeah so yeah um yeah so i think all that contributed around that time i think that the journey of your podcast is true because if you go back and listen to the early ones you thought you both had to get hammered it wasn't Absolutely. sustainable, was it? It, was, it, it wasn't, wasn't sustainable. sustainable but it was it was a crutch right alcohol's always been a crutch for me and, uh-huh. and i'm upset about that now I'm really upset about the idea really? that, yeah, like, like, even though I don't know, I, I, I don't have regrets about all my experiences. I've had some wacky. I can't remember, like, probably five percent I've discussed because I've got a terrible memory. I don't regret it, but also at the same times, I wish I, I wish I had a better reservation. I, I wish there was a better culture of drinking that I was born into that it's really wasn't wasn't that wasn't it's, excess it's and and being funny proud you to say be that excessive. because I can see that I can see because mm. you were always the one on the club night that you were like I'm not going to drink much tonight <laughs> and then you'd be doing sh- shots but equally yeah, you yeah. rewind a few years and I would say you mm. and Stu Tell not mm. this Stu mm. were the two people that I would always think of as no matter where we were <laughs> if we were drinking or not drinking you were the two who I knew it'd be a good night because you'd just be up for it and enjoy it like mm. again as I think 
Mangan talked about this recently. In, in fact, on, on Mouth of Manliness, um, talked about having friends who were always down on everything. Mm. And that happens in your college years, that mm. you'll go to a club and there'll be one of your mates always like, oh, this place is shit. Mm. Oh, mm. this is rubbish. They're playing rubbish music. And there was a lot of that around us. But you and Stu Tell were the two that I'd always be, it doesn't matter where we are, as long as we're together, we're going to go, let's have a good night. Well, let's you know? find the fun in the situation. Let's find the fun, yeah. yeah. Let's enjoy yeah. it. And again, that's interesting that then... You was on meth then though, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that that then made it about because of the kind of areas yeah. that we grew up in yeah. and because of club night culture yeah. that developed to just get drunk as quickly as possible yeah and again it's, again it's evident on the early episodes in the within that we were like let's do shots let's do this and do that but now we some of the most popular episodes we're not getting drunk mm. we're Drinking, drinking responsibly, talk, but drinking talk, like grown we're enjoying it. About that. Yeah. It's not enjoying that the lubrication it's, rather than it's the... funny to watch sometimes. Yeah. It's not so funny to listen to people being absolutely shit faced. But my relationship with alcohol was developed from an absolute paralysis of, of women. Right. Like, I, I, women were greater than my equal, equal, equal. Um, I would find girls so attractive that I I didn't have the self-confidence to go and talk to them. And then I look back on photos of me and I actually kind of realise why. But that's an interesting thing because this <laughs> turns back into what we're talking about originally, which is, is self-image. And, yeah, I, I think I've had self-image issues. I, I don't know I don't know if I've ever spoken to anyone who doesn't. Mm. Like, honestly, like, my, like, male and female, like, and also it varies on the area. Like, something my girlfriends say to me, uh, I'm talking about, sexual partners just good long-term girlfriends of mine talk about genitals way different to how men do it's like you might worry about size but you know i, I can assure you that thinking about what your fucking undercarriage looks like and how it presents it must be fucking terrifying for girls because it's not just about size it's about shape it's about there's it's a fucking minefield for women yeah but only essentially s- size aside as long as, as nothing's falling off it's all right hey chris oh fucking fuck you guys <laughs> Yes, uh, if you if you listen to hardcore listing, I'm due for a circumcision soon. Because <laughs> bits are falling off. Because it's good. yeah. I mean, I've earned that. I've earned that. I take mean, them like, off before I, they fall off, mate. I take them off before I tear them off. I think like just leave it alone. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you keep playing with it; it's going to fall off. Turns out it was true. When my, when I realised <laughs> when when true. I realised my dick was going to give me no rest, I decided to give my dick no rest. I think yeah. that's basically been my approach. And I'd love it if Chris had to get glasses at the same time. The two <laughs> the two cliches. Keep wanking, it'll fall off. Keep wanking, you'll go blind. And Chris is like, guys, take it seriously. Come on, man. I Molly, I'm just looking at on my hands. <laughs> oh, shit. But I've had body self-image. Moles, weirdly, didn't fucking bother me for the first 25 years of my life. They didn't. That was, was, was something that made, that caught made my attention. Made you laugh. No, that caught my attention on that really podcast because... You talked about that, mm. and I know mm. that's something that in our youth we would all joke about. It and it's a me, weird then. thing. I've I've spoken about this before, but in the last f- few years, I've decided to stop be- generally being horrible to my mates, like within reason. Mm. Yeah. Because, and it was two things that involved no, both of you. No, we're not mates. <laughs> it, <laughs> no, it involves two things that involved both of you, and one was when Chris kicked you and you got genuinely annoyed and i was i was there and on that journey home after we dropped you off 
you were still <laughs> obnoxiously drunk yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and were being kind of out of control. Mm. And the other one was, as I've said before, I'm sure mm. on, on this podcast, was when we were in a group message and, and, and Chris was on a journey home and I was just w- 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 watching TV and being a dick, just dropping in every now and then. And Chris, outside of the group, at one point, m- m- messaged to say he'd genuinely been pissed off I me. remember this. This is about the train travel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you've genuinely mate. been annoyed. And yeah, that, that yeah, fucking yeah, hit yeah, me I remember. because I was yeah, like, yeah. right, yeah, because we all know each other so well, yeah, yeah. I can now, without thinking, yeah. really hit Chris's buttons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's not a fucking good thing. Yeah, I know yeah, it's good yeah, to have yeah, a bit of banter yeah, and a laugh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's a line. Yeah, and I know, like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And we've spoken about it before with yeah. our mate Mark. Yeah, that he's yeah. had lines that we know yeah. when we've crossed them. Let's tell, it, like, let's tell them to all your listenership now, because we no. can't, but they can. <laughs> let's not go over it. But yeah, again, yeah. I, I realised a lot of that. And I've seen it with... M- 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 close friends in relationships have fallen apart where I've been like, we were having too much free banter. Me and people who were in a relationship were digging each other out. And for me, it was a joke. And for them, it was serious issues in their relationship covered up as banter. And I think that's a negative thing. And again, I think you listened to the early episodes of these podcasts in, in the within there was Chris played up to the get drunk and act rowdy thing. And we played up to the, and let's laugh at Chris. Mm. And I think there has to be some of that still. Absolutely. But I do laugh think I've don't, consciously no, made the no, choice. No, there shouldn't be laugh at me. No, that's it. I've consciously made the choice in group yeah. m- m- messages and things like that. Unless I've got something that I think is genuinely funny, like yeah. w- 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 witty, rather than just Persistent. let's be horrible. Let's say the horriblest Persistent thing. Persistent playing up so the stereotype. Common. Yeah, it's absolutely. so common in, in WhatsApp group messages in particular, let's just say the horriblest thing to this person. Well, the weirdly, dude, I am... Um, bringing I, up some horrible things no, I've said to him recently. <laughs> I, I apologised to you a couple of weeks ago, uh, probably a month ago, because I had, not doing it a lot, but sometimes um, I'd be bringing yes, up about um, you making music again. Yeah. And then randomly, like, I... Um, on a, on a light, a, Molly a was light, watching it, and yeah. I was weirdly working out. Brilliant. And um, um, and just just getting into the shape that you see me in uh, today, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then you said to someone else, not me, that you know sometimes it gets you down when people ask you when are you gonna it's release a funny music. One because... I didn't realise because I'd been literally like not a lot, but every if if I happened, I'm not a lot on social media as we know. If I happened to pass through and I would see someone on, on Pip's co- uh, comment thread go. Um, oh yeah, when's your next record? I would literally go like third of August. <laughs> like, although that is your birthday, but do you know what I mean? Don't like, fire. like, and then like realizing that, like, obviously being told that for fucking however long. Oh yeah, it's again, gonna it sort of like it's... get. It's gonna wear on you, even if you're you're like the most positive person I know. Like, and you know, like it's it's brilliant, and I, I claim that to a lot of your successes, your ability to have that mindset. But even seeing you be like. It's sometimes difficult to fucking listen, yeah, to constantly Again, be asked that. I've talked about it a, a bit online, and it is anyone asking is always asking out of positivity exactly. and out of being a fan and all yeah, this. Yeah. But if you stop doing well, anything yeah. s- s- seven years ago and you've been doing other creative things, yeah, yeah. genuinely, everything in the last seven years I've done that I've slaved over or worked hard mm. over, as soon as I posted about it, someone has asked, is there going to be mm. a new music soon? And that's fucking tough, man. It beats yeah. you down. At first, it's like, well, it is what it is, and it's become a joke. Mm. With Weirdly, it's almost become more annoying now, people asking me that are in on the joke, that they're asking me ironically, because I've mm. said so, so yeah, much, yeah, it yeah. happens often. I've now got followers who are lovely who are going, 
So when you're releasing a new music, lol, I'm just joking. Yeah. It's like it's just it's just not. But also, mm. it's a weird one because I now feel that whole period of my life I can't enjoy anymore. Because mm. if I post a photo f- from a gig, and that will come mm. up in memories every now and then, and I loved all of that. I adored mm. all of that time. Mm. I'm really proud of that period. If I post a photo, people will be like, tease. Oh, are you coming back? And all this is like, as mm. if I've provoked them. It's like, mm. I'm allowed mm. to have enjoyed doing, I've moved on from it, but I'm allowed I saw, to have enjoyed I saw, it still. I saw you articulate, weirdly, I saw you articulate that really well the other day, which is weird for you because you're not very good at articulating yeah. things, famously. Um, that stutter of yours. Mm. We, actually, that's a question I had for you. Um, but yeah, you, you are fantastic at articulating yourself. And, um, and I thought you did particularly well the other day when you said, I'm allowed to have a past. Yeah. And it can stay there, and so am I, Your Honour. Yeah, I am. I am allowed to have a past. They are in my back garden now. Let's leave it there. Leave it alone. Leave it there, mate. You'll know that because I, I obsess over words and responses at times. I'll write long responses out to things. But I was pleased when I got a message off of Chris because someone had said something stupid in a message, and I wrote a long response, and then I just deleted it and replied. I can't remember what it was. Fuck yeah. off, you idiot, or something like that. Some, it was so funny, though. No. It was just so funny because that, that doesn't that sound ago, funny, but it? no, it wasn't no, it's recently. Imagine I've forgotten the word. Imagine there's something really witty, and that's yeah. what he said. But that was it. It was, it was the good. complete opposite. That this guy had written this long, stupid thing. <laughs> Did you call him a fucking Wally? It was something like that. Yeah, I can't remember now, but yeah, it was. It was again. There's a beauty at times. There's a show I watched in Canada called Letter Kenny. Do South. Now, I wanted to bring this up, actually. <laughs> I genuinely think it's the best writing on a comedy show ever, yet it hasn't got out of Canada. Like, I like it called? It. What's it called? L- Letter Kenny. Okay. It's not available anywhere. Like, I've had to buy the Region 1 DVD box set of it to show it to people because I want to talk to someone about it. And Ian watched all of it and thinks it's like one of the best things ever. But I liken it to Lemmy show. How that was right. like huge in Scotland, but no one, it wasn't yeah. anywhere else. I know, and then we I know, all got into I know it, like, even Scott, oh my God, I it's know amazing. Scottish people in England, two or three on yeah. contracts I've worked, who um, I don't say it's the first thing. I don't go, oh, you're Scottish, do you like shortbread and limmy? But like after a, couple, <laughs> after a week or so, like I'll test their sense of humour and I think, I'll you buy, know what? I'll I bring think, in some shortbread and then I I'll bring think, them limmy. I'll think, <laughs> you know what? We're getting on. What are you doing, Chris? Bagpipes. <laughs> After a couple of weeks of hanging out and (laughs) tolerating me, I think they might like Limmy, right? Because they're talking to me still. So then I'll go, do you like Limmy? And they're like, ooh. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But that's it. uh, With Letterkenny, and and there's a quote in Letterkenny where they're talking about these idiots who are arguing with him. And he says, I've told you before. Uh, never argue uh, 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 with an idiot because they'll dr- drag you down t- to their level yeah, and beat exactly. you with experience. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. That's why there's so often on yeah. social media, it's like, why put a long articulate response when they're just going to be some crazy conspiracy theorist when I could say, fuck off, you fucking bellend, or mm. whatever it'll be. No, no, so much yeah, more do, fun. Do, it was something like a bellend. But what, what's worse is go and read your reply to... Right, right I, I've gone and read replies to people I thought were idiots... 10 years ago and I've read my response to it and gone even that isn't brilliant I I, kind of see the sense in what I was saying that's kind of perspective that doesn't mean to say that you might be less of a Wally at that point than than what they were but it's it's it's, it's kind of fucking it is is a terrifying thing and 
and yeah, there there is a certain point, mate, where you have to learn to just just walk away and and not and not buy it. Well, because in twenty, thirty years, fifty years, sixty years, hundred years, when society moves on, you might sound like the idiot, but I, I, I'm sure not. I th- I think so often. I think it's important as you will attest to, to limit your interaction with social media. I've been a big believer in a long time, for a long time, that social media is the worst thing. I think I over-justify the fact that it's been responsible for a lot of my career, but I think there's a lot of time where it's not work-based and it's not... So there's loads of battles I choose not to pick on social media. I block people willy-nilly and I adore it. Libby spoke about this... And Limmy spoke about this going, block people and report people. Like, <laughs> report tweets and report things. Because if they get banned, oh, it feels good. And blocking them. And a lot of people say, mute them, because they want you to block them. And my outlook is, wicked. I don't care about you enough to not want you to get what you want. If you want me to block you and I don't want to hear from you, win-win. Yeah. I'll block you. You're happy it's a win. But more often than not now, I'll block for anything. I had one recently where someone argued with me on Instagram... And it was a valid point that they made. Yeah. So I responded, but then people started to pile on them for making the argument against me. I blocked everyone who piled on. I, I, I wrote a comment saying... <laughs> That's classic. I, I wrote a comment saying, don't come to my defence here. Like, it's a, a valid argument. Yeah. It was a race thing. Yeah. And it's something I had considered before mm-hmm. posting mm-hmm. the thing I posted. Mm-hmm. I won't go mm-hmm. into detail, mm-hmm. but it's, mm-hmm. like, it's a valid argument. Mm-hmm. I've responded and explained myself. Leave them alone. Mm. So after that... Everyone who jumped in going, especially, why have you got to bring race into it? I was especially like, cool, because, especially off. because it's just a per, like like um, it's a person who doesn't have your following. It must be yeah. destructive for them. Like, I, yeah, I accidentally saw, I accidentally see you that accidentally jump on. So this is going back ten years, yeah, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And you, you like you literally misread his the person's tweet. I don't yeah. know if it was a doer, and it meant not what how you'd interpreted it, and you'd yeah, kicked yeah, him yeah. in the nuts. And I, I think um, fame has never really changed you as a person. And I, I think that, that I think you've become very good at managing your social media. But it doesn't mean to say you can't not st- set a st- foot it's wrong. Flawless, and you accidentally you you did accidentally crush this person, like, yeah. and you just fucking misread what they fucking said. And it's like there's a there's a as weirdly a resp- I think once you have that size following that you have, where there's a responsibility that not a responsibility like. Just you have to watch out because An you you can respond and then everyone can pile on and you know what you're not fucking you're 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 not running the government you're not like the I things that we say now like in social media like you can have a bad idea and 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 fucking thirty years ago you had a bad idea and told it to your mates and five of your mates would have gone you fucking idiot <laughs> and two of your mates might have agreed. But now on social media, if you've got a platform and you say that and you've got a million followers, 700,000 people could tell you a that's million, a, th- a million followers. M- 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 mate, my mind's spinning at the idea yeah, of five right. mates. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. You could, if you have a million followers <laughs> and you say something that just came into your brain, yeah. which is absolutely fine because we have a multitude of ideas, right, that in practice might work or might not. But if fucking 70% think it's terrible, but 30% think it's a good idea and start acting on it. That's 300,000 fucking people. Mm. It's a lot of people. It's like, we, we, we're not like, we haven't realized what the repercussions of, um, 
like bad ideas are. Like the the weird thing is like, and, and we should be entitled to them, but things don't exist. Nothing exists until you think of it. That's the mad. That's magic. Like magic is you created something from thinking of it because before it became a chair, that's someone, not, that's not magic. someone, someone had to have the idea of a chair mm-hmm. before a chair existed. Someone thought of it. Mm-hmm. And once they thought of it, they then made it. And that's the thing. Like you can have a bad idea that becomes an ideology that people then start enforcing on online. And ideologies are bad enough when they are localized. And you could talk about like weirdly watching once upon a time in Hollywood, like Manson murders, but you have these ideas and on social media, it just blows up over, over the world. I'm drunk now. No, it's, 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 I, I love that Stu was looking at you like an absolute maniac during that. But I think you're completely right. But I think also like we're allowed to have pasts, as you yeah, said yeah. earlier, and we're allowed to have histories. Yeah. And like it came to mind because I had to find a tweet recently and it, to try and find it, it was to, to tell my, my brother, and it was only a tweet from January of this year, but I couldn't find it. And I searched at Scroobius Pipio and penis. And I found tweets from like 2010 that were just me talking, saying the stupidest, crudest shit. And I was like, oh, this is embarrassing and horrible. You deleted But no, I left them. I, I think I've only ever gone back and deleted two tweets. And one was this, like the other night, I found one that I was like, that's shit. Let's get rid of that. And one was a previous tweet bigging up some Hitler. wrestling friends oh, who right, have now yeah, been yeah. aren't people I want to big up and it was a weird one I was like, I'm, not, I'm not comfortable with that being online yeah, get it. I don't think erasing history is right but I think if you've got a choice for that not to come in people's feeds but it's about that development and progression and I completely think there's more than one the one thing that Chris saw that I got wrong on social media in yeah. the past but the beauty of progression is the Simone Sun episode I did recently of the Distraction Pieces podcast where mm, I did yeah. a tweet yeah, on yeah. Trans Visibility Day and it turned out it was ignorant and n- n- no one piled on me. A few people responded saying, I see the intention, but I think you've got that a bit wrong. Mm. And I, I won't go into the, the, the detail because I'll go, I go into detail on that episode, but someone l- l- linked me to an article by a neuroscientist Simone Sun that explained what I'd got wrong and I hit her up, and two weeks later, the podcast was released, discussing it and going into it. And that's how we should be in society. We get too defensive. Again, 100%. we get. I know there would there would have been a time in the past where I would have seen I'd misunderstood it, and I would have still argued that what they meant was this, and what they intended. Like I wouldn't have backed down. I wouldn't have gone. Oh fuck, man! You I know got what? That wrong. Can I can I define can I define you um, a few? So as I say, I've been doing a lot of reading about thinking, and uh, one of them is the ability to think about the opposite yeah. situation and how that might work. And what you're a master at in terms of argument, Pip, is thinking about the counter argument mm-hmm. and how creatively genius that actually can be. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're only doing that as as a terms to being right. So like, that's I, the I see problem. Like, like, when it's to trying to win, that's the problem. And, 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 all and you're things. so good at that. Like, mm. you know, like way beyond you being an adult and, and into, uh, into our teens, really like you can always win an argument. Like you, you're a master at that. It doesn't make you correct. You just, mm. under the circumstances of that conversation, you have the intellect to produce a counter to theirs, even though they might, if you tested it, be right. And that's the that's the art of I mean, lawyers. I mean, I spoke um, earlier of a, of a relationship where a partner said, oh, I, I realise now I like to break up because it was nice to get their desire. Yeah. I think that ability has been a detriment 
to partners I've had in the past. Right, yeah. Because I'm good in an argumentative situation yeah. to remove emotion to win the argument. And it's yeah. like, that's a yeah. fucking horrible yeah. and controlling thing but, in a relationship. Again, but, I try to... I've, I hope I've trained myself out of that now yeah. to go, right, I could win the argument, but am I right? I, I think it's yeah. a huge thing to be regularly challenged. Again, it's why on that comment recently, I said, look, don't pile on this person. Because uh, whilst I don't agree with their view, I've explained that I thought about their view before posting this. And yeah. here's the conclusion I came yeah. to. Mm. Um, whereas previously, I would have gone... Here's why you're wrong, dickhead. Mm. You know, I've won. Yeah. And yeah, again, I think I I think that's been a detriment to yeah. partners I've right. had in the past. Time, yeah, I think it does. Time, think time will tell. It, and it? and it's like, like we talked about the gang of three earlier. How about we just talk in parallel? Let's talk about why that person's argument might be right, or that argument that person's thought might be right. Now let's think of together. What are the counter arguments to it? Instead of putting up a position, because in an argument position, as soon as someone says something and you say something counter, you've put your name to that. So the ego comes into it and you don't want to be wrong. Mm. And I've done that so many times where I end up fucking defending a position that I'm like, after a while, I'm like, I think actually, at what point do I like put my hands up and go, actually, you fucking got well, me We here. talked about this in an early podcast, mm. is your nature mm. at that point to defend mm. the point being of the devil's advocate kind of yeah, yeah. caused issues in your relationship Absolutely. early on because yeah, yeah. you argued with your partner's yeah, yeah, yeah. sister, sister and they yeah. all came away going I think you're a new guy a misogynist is this and that yeah, it's like yeah, you weren't yeah, yeah, you were yeah. just trying to argue but it, you were too drunk yeah. to do it in I, a real I couldn't articulate myself <laughs> very well way. and also they didn't really realise of the human being I was they just met some random guy in the kitchen dressed saying, like a wanker on ecstasy, drinking beer, and then trying to challenge you about how you're thinking. Not because I disagree with the point you're making, but because there are shortcomings in the point you're making, like there is in anyone's point. I get that, but you, you tried to have <laughs> them points on when you was driving a home that night, and I think that was... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to round uh, this episode up. One of the things I've not mentioned <laughs> I want to talk about in the next episode, because I don't know if it's a good story or not, but I know that one of the drunk ass classics yeah. was after Stu had a bad holiday. And there was a period a little time, a little while ago where I genuinely knew to leave Stu alone because he'd had a bad weekend and things had gone wrong. And I genuinely got a vibe where I was like, I checked in on you. Yep. Then I, like we were having a bit of banter in a group message and you were clearly like, this ain't the one less kind of thing. <laughs> so, so, so I checked in and go, everything all right, mate? How many years like, ago was this? This was like a few weeks ago. So was he? Was you in group messages with us a few weeks ago? <laughs> this was a, a few weeks. So I want to talk about that in the next episode. But to end this episode, another thing. Again, I'm a fan of of, of the of the Stu Whiffin podcast network. Um, I want to talk about <laughs> names that were retired in your age group. And this came to mind because on on oh, acceptable wow. in the 80s, are you and Cunt and the gang? talked about a mate you went to school with called Sid, and I thought, no one's called Sid no, anymore. That was very much in your age, like there was a Sid. Sid no, stuff. Sid was well before mine. <laughs> but, 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 but you went to school with a lad called Sid, and I was trying to think of ones for me, and for me, I went to a school with a kid called Vincent. Yep. I don't think people are called v- v- Vincent anymore. Graham. Graham. Yeah, yeah. that's one that's... Martin. That's gone. Uh, you don't really get many Martins Graham anymore. Graham McNeil. Martin. Um, Ian's, you don't get many Ian's. Not a lot of Ian's. Right. I think I, one I came up with was Terence because you get people go oh, straight to Terry. Yeah, 
So like it's like one of my closest friends at school was a, a Ricky, and it blew my mind when I realised that that wasn't an abbreviation for anything. Yeah. Oh. You're actually called R- Ricky. And there's now, there's Terry's. People will be called Terry, but no one calls a baby Terrence. No, there's a lot of women called Terry now. There's not many yeah, men called Terry. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I wanted more than anything was a mate called Ricky or Terry when I was Yeah, I only said, I yeah. had a mate. Well, my spirit animal is Terry. Do you remember that story? Yes, of course. What's my the story spirit, of your spirit animal, My Terry? spirit animal is a human being called Terry. And is he... Terry Butcher. Was Terry he, fucking Butcher. And, where, and was he born Terrence? Or was I, he always Terry? I didn't have time to ask him those sort of questions, mate. We were talking about the fucking workings of a male and female anatomy. I think... <laughs> I also think there was like, um, like back then, like if I think of myself, because there's a slight difference in the age genre. So again, I didn't grow up with any Bill Sids. No, like no, there, there weren't any there Sids or Sidneys, like, but you had a Sid. It just it it yeah piqued my interest as soon as I heard it. I was like Sid that you went. Well, equally, Chris, just quickly, they talk a lot about boys and guys who had pubes at school. Really obsessed with pubes, but go on. Continue. Yeah, that is a big thing. It's a big thing. It comes up problem. a lot. Really did as well. It's a big it? theme. If it's a big theme, if you didn't have them, and exactly. I, I, that's why. Yeah, and I, I didn't. I didn't have them. Anyone and go. He probably had pews. <laughs> come over. It's a safe space. Oh, oh come on! I was a late bloomer. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm still waiting. But yeah, yeah. Six, I think there's six, also there was like lads at my school that were like, and I, and I always associate the, these two names with like hard kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and you don't really get like the tough kids with these names anymore. Sean. Yeah. Sean could have a Sean could have a fight, but yeah. the ultimate fella you didn't want to get into a tear up with Dean. Uh, Dean yeah, Dean could have Dean. a rat. Yeah, one that was that in sounds his, very far at that does in as two, well. Yeah. Two, two years below me at school, there was a Colin. I don't think there's a lot of Collins. No, 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 it's no Colin. I think he was one of the last Collins. Yeah, I haven't heard uh, anyone uh, anyone named God. <laughs> For quite a while. It's been a while. It's been a Ze- while, hasn't it? Z- Zebediah. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Judas really died off. Adolf ain't what it used to be. <laughs> Donald. D- Donald has Donald has died off in this generation. <laughs> that is done. There's no No, but I don't know. The balance of Donald Glover. Yeah, duck. That's Donald, not a Donald, balance, you idiot. Donald Glover is They're as, low fucking. I hell. would say Donald Glover is as good Fisher. as Donald. <laughs> I would say, I would say Donald Glover is as good as Donald Trump is bad. I'm no. a big Donald Glover fan, I guess. No, so, so am I. I didn't think he ruined Predator 2 at all, but, you know, I've, I've got the unpopular opinion on that. Well, in the next episode of, of The Return to the Whiffin, we will talk about Stu's a, a Weekend Away and if it was as grim as it sounded. I want to talk to you about the Shane McGowan documentary. Yes. <laughs> Um, having a scene Can we with get Billy Bragg. talking about uh, Dartford, please? Dartford. Can we talk about me? DJ Dartford. Yes. I've also noted favourite kind of shark and favourite kind of whale. That's Absolutely. Clearly That's clearly for Chris. That's clearly, I've clearly only I just, I just stood, I just stood up. I got so excited. You just right. opened your shark app. Let's, let's have a little... <laughs> <laughs> My shark app. <laughs> You've had that in development for ages. Let's have a little wee break and we'll yeah, be back yeah. in in part three.
You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There you go. That was part two of the Big Birthday Bash and the return to the Whiffin. Parts three and four will be with you on Monday because, quite frankly, we think you need a bit of a breather, okay? So just take a minute, take in what you've just experienced, and then we'll be back on Monday with two more bonus episodes. You're already getting bonus episodes, so don't start coming at me that you need it early. Monday is the day for both of them. It'll be midnight and midday. Um, So until then, stay safe and stay sane. Ta-ta.